know just what to say. Of course, it's off mic, so <laughs> our listeners don't get to hear it, but... That's okay. We can flirt with our listeners in a different way. Hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Cracker Classics, weekly podcast in which Joshua over there. That's me. And me, Ian. Hello. Hi. That's you. We take a classic movie, watch it, see if it sucks today, ponder if it sucked back then. Generally, there's a lot of suck, but... Not in a good way. Sometimes we find <laughs> gems, and sometimes they are as good as the hype. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're just polishing turds. <laughs> you know, it happens. Or at least trying to find something redeeming in the turds, even if it is poop funny. <laughs> take, take a potato masher <laughs> and just see <laughs> what you can get out of it. Oh, God. <laughs> I have no idea if we're going to have to do some muckraking in this movie or not. Um, Didn't no even clue. know it existed until about five minutes ago. Nope. We were looking for a Rin Tin Tin movie. Because the dog was in front of us. So we were thinking have dogs. to appease the dog, you know. Well, yeah, otherwise she whines and ruins our recording. Or she makes anyway. other odd noises in the room. I don't know if uh, <laughs> y'all remember that episode, but did we get most of that out, I'm sure? I don't Hopefully. remember. I, yeah. But we have an honorary third member of our podcast. <laughs> because she wants to be sometimes. Yep. But we're not doing Rin Tin Tin. Because there is no Rin Tin Tin movie. Not a good one, at least. Well, not that we could find. Instead, we're doing The Call of the Wild. Sometimes Google's people also searched is kind of useful. Yeah. Because Clark Gable in Call of the Wild is something I'd like to see. Mm Mm-hmm. 1935, pre-Gone with the Wind. It's got to be better than the Harrison Ford version from a few years ago. I, I don't Oof. think I've ever seen any version of Call of the Wild. I loved this book when I was a kid. I at least read excerpts from it. I don't know if I ever read the whole thing. I, it's a really good book. It's one of those uh, Hemingway-esque stories about... Yeah, manliness and mm-hmm. the Yukon and having a good dog. and. But it's like less toxic than Hemingway, I believe. Yes. It's more... More self-reliance... Strength against adversity of the wilderness kind of thing. More positive masculinity. <laughs> uh, more positive use of those aggressive masculine traits, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So we'll see if Clark Gable can exude that in the 1930s. Or Maybe. Will he just be a grumpy bastard like Harrison Ford? Probably not, because he's still pretty young here. Yeah. All I'm flashing on is it happened one night. You know, he's kind of kind of suave and smooth talker, meaning he was also a little toxic and misogynist. Well, Are we going to have that in here? I don't remember there being any women. So well, the, blurbs, <laughs> the blurb did say a, a man, his dog and a gal in the Yukon. So they may have added in a woman for the sake of the story. Maybe. Or for the <laughs> sake of love interest. Well, you gotta have because a love interest. Every movie no... has to have a love interest. Exactly. Nobody will see a movie without a love interest. And a dog is not an acceptable love interest. Bestiality is not, even before Hayes Code, they were Still like, no, frowned we're not upon. doing that. Yep. Which is, you know, a good policy to have. Generally. We don't really need to see that. No. Shall we get to it? Maybe. We'll see if we've made Clark Gable roll in his grave. <laughs> All right. We'll be back for intermission impressions. And, and fangs. 
hopefully good, clean dog fun. White Fangs. That's Sorry, a different wrong book. story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're going to cross stories. They do that sometimes. Are they both Jack London? Yes. That's what I thought. Cool. So maybe. We'll see. We'll be back. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Is this lovely? Well. I don't know. I don't I kind of don't think so. Period accurate, but. Well, mostly, I think. I mean, she looks way too good out there in the wilderness. Yes. Yes, she um, does. But that's usually the problem. It's like the ladies in the post-apocalyptic world that still shave everything and <laughs> we're still able to wash their face, have sculpted eyebrows, makeup on, yeah, makeup, yeah. There was the music in the bar at the beginning. Yeah, I I couldn't decide if that was period appropriate for 1900. I was really just torn on it, and I couldn't go either way. Is that where I didn't see a date? So. We were in the Yukon in 1900. Okay. Nice round number. So, like, ragtime sort of. Yeah. But it didn't really, it sort of had a rag feel to it, but it was also kind of jazzy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That's my only uh, anachronistic thing I've seen so far. Otherwise, we're just roughing it out in the wild. Yeah. Dealing with a somewhat unruly dog. I think he's just smart, and he knows who's a son of a bitch and who's not. Yeah. I mean, this is a hard story to tell visually because mm. the book is told from the dog's perspective. Right. So <laughs> it's kind of doesn't really lend itself to a visual medium, uh, but they're doing a decent job of it. You just picked a different dog in Clark Gable. Well. <laughs> He's kind of a dog in this. Just a little bit. As you do in 1900 mm-hmm. in the Yukon, like he's probably less of a dog than most. Until we brought a woman into the picture, a damsel in distress. Still less of a dog than most. Her virtue is intact. So far. Well. We're only halfway through this. Her husband is, quote, missing. Almost certainly dead. Well, yeah. She's starting to accept that, I think. Yeah. I mean, I can't blame her. I mean, you know, when they found her, she's like, no, I'm staying until he comes back. Can't, well, can't blame her there. Yeah, uh, but that's very much a you're going to die too situation. Well, yes, it's ex- extremely irrational, <laughs> but very real. I get it. I'm yeah. saying it's the wise choice to make. I'm a soft city boy and I know better than that. Like, <laughs> but have you ever been in love? Yeah, and I, well, I did let it make me stupid, See? but not that stupid, See? not that stupid. Well, you have to be pretty stupid to get married in the first place, so there you go. Yeah, that's not necessarily true. I know, I'm, I'm... no, I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that a lot of people who get married aren't stupid, because, <laughs> holy shit, I have known people, um, <laughs> but, yeah. Marriage can be a good thing. Yeah. We'll see if this movie ends in a marriage. Probably. It's 1930s Hollywood. It is, is a Gable co- with it, Loretta Young. And it is a code production. Mm-hmm. So got to reinforce those Christian values. I was reading up on this movie a little bit. This was the movie in which Clark Gable impregnated Loretta Young <laughs> and caused the birth of 
the illegitimate child, but the hush-hush pregnancy of Loretta Young. Oh, like, She yes, wasn't yes. pregnant. And no, it's not Clark Gable's baby. Yeah, the, yeah, it the, was. The big scandal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think it's going to go that direction. Of course it is. They will fall in love by the end of this movie. Yep. The large St. Bernard will officiate at the wedding. Because <laughs> he's just that smart. Well, that would be ideal. He is head of the pack now. Yep. And apparently he only trusts Clark and Loretta. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names in this movie. It's Mr. Thornton. Oh, right. And she's... Mrs. Smith? No, Smith was this British... Oh, right, 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 right. Um, Bucky almost ripped his face off. Should have ripped his face off. Uh, Mrs. Blake? Blake, that's it, Blake. Because I think that was... Because Shorty, who's tagging along, was, you know, he was in jail for opening other people's mail. And, As he should be. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's where he saw the map was because it was going to or from a Blake. Uh, to and from. It was from old man Blake to, to young man Blake. That's what it was. Young man Blake being Loretta Young's husband. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Missing, presumed, frozen. Almost. Mr. Blake. Certainly correctly presumed dead. Mm-hmm. I don't remember this story well enough to... Is this part of the original <laughs> story? I... I'm trying to remember. Um, my am... most recent experience with this story is the Harrison Ford movie, and that was just garbage, so... Was there a map? I have tried to block that movie from <laughs> my mind. Honestly, it was really, really not good, and... CGI buck was bleh. I assume that version was approved by the ASPCA, though. Oh, this, this movie is definitely, definitely not. not. No. <laughs> I mean, we have hardcore dog fighting and almost right rabbit killing, chasing the rabbit. Did they actually? Oh, get they the got rabbit? the rabbit. They did? Yeah, yeah. There's no. there were no cuts or yeah, they got the rabbit. That okay. rabbit is... I wasn't quite sure, because right after that, I mean... then there was the second fight <laughs> well, for yes. dominance. That was done in shadow, so that's... I mean, I don't think there was actual... I don't know. Because then... that first fight bit there was pretty visceral. Mm-hmm. And he did come back with some yeah. cuts on the snout. Yeah. Oh. This is a well-trained dog, though. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. This is an incredibly well-trained dog. He may seem rough and wild, but he's actually very sweet to those that oh, he absolutely. chooses to be sweet to. As any proper creature is. Mm-hmm. You always have to question yourself when an animal does not like you. I mean, some animals, yeah, they were just trained wrong and they're not going to like anyone. But in general, if a dog doesn't like you, what's wrong with you? Well, in my case, I was terrified of them, so... They can smell that and don't react well That's to true. It. There's um, a fear factor yeah, into that. Until yeah. I got over that, most dogs didn't like me. Um, <laughs> I was also kind of a dick. Cats, Still though. Am, but Cats love me. Cats have always loved me. Yeah. So do with that as, as you will. Mm-hmm. You might not be a person who cares about whether or not animals like you. But it is a show of character. And despite it, it Clark says Gable's something. It definitely failings, says something. Yeah, despite Clark Gable's failings in here, he's at least liked by animals. Respected by animals. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily liked, because there's definitely 
You can be respected and not liked. That's true. Liked and not respected. Liked and respected is really hard to pull off. True. But I'm sure Hollywood ending here will get that. Well. the end. Yeah. Just have to deal with some of the misogyny. Ooh. Something was mentioned about a <laughs> skirt and a foreigner at one point. I missed that. Skirt being, of course, a woman. Yes. Any woman. Because what do you do with a skirt? You chase it, apparently. And they did uh, refer to Loretta Young's mind as frigid at one point. Um, I That was attractive. Shorty referred to her as a one in a million woman because she don't talk. Because she don't talk. Which didn't quite make sense. She was talking. No, but she wasn't divulging information willy-nilly. Oh, she wasn't gossiping. Yes. Is that what he meant by that? Kind of. I see. He was referring to the fact that she was being cagey to his questioning, mm. not revealing what he knew she knew. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So I didn't quite know how to interpret that because she was being minorly assertive and standing her ground and being a bit of a strong woman. Yes. And so I would imagine that he wouldn't like that. No. And so was... that comment didn't quite make sense to me, but I understand it now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because you, you know you can't trust a woman with information. Oh. She'll just blab to anybody. My favorite um. part about this con- <laughs> podcast, analyzing the toxicity of men. We are something special. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And we got to be fair about this. It's just toxic behavior. It happens to be more common in men, mm-hmm. but it's just toxic behavior. Oh, yeah. It is not, not inherently male. It is not strictly male. Mm-mm. It just is a part of the incorrect idea of masculinity. Statistically, it tends to fall towards the men. Yes. Well, we've had some movies with some rather toxic behavior from women and animals. <laughs> so far the animals in here have been fine uh, just being wild well there is the whole might makes right idea well it, it i mean it is a law of the jungle uh rule in the wild you know if you can mm-hmm. it's kind of a hemingway thing though yeah if you can kill who's in charge that makes you in charge yeah. kind of thing which i actually seem to remember being better in the book because the whole reason Buck had an issue with the lead dog is because the lead dog was a dick. So he took the lead dog out, so didn't have to follow a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes more sense than the nothing Just that we wanted had. to be in charge, yeah. Yeah, because there really wasn't any show of dispute or the lead dog being a dick. It was just uh, The lead the... dog was kind of a dick. Okay, I missed that. It, 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 he was aggressive and ruled by force rather than... With an iron paw. Yeah, which... Which doesn't work. We're looking for gold. <laughs> leader must have a golden paw. Golden heart. Well, that too. We can cut that out later. <laughs> so Loretta Young has spilled the beans. Yes. The map that we had was wrong, and she's fixed it, and they're out to rob and murder to get seven or $800 to fund their... The rest of their trip to this How site. else do you start a, bi- a business venture? Well, you're either born with it or you got to kill for it, huh? Seems to be. Yay! Or you can just keep grinding out podcasts until eventually someone notices you, right? Yep. This is our mining right here. <laughs> dig, dig, dig. 
Dig, 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 dig. I don't think we're at the prospector's site yet, though. <laughs> we're, we're still on the trail. <laughs> Climbing mountains. We haven't even found a claim. That's one issue. You need to have an in as to where to go. Yes. You're not uh, just going to randomly be shooting at some food and up from the ground come a bubbling crude. That doesn't actually happen in real life. You need an in. Something. You need info. Contacts. People. <laughs> who know shit. And they just got really lucky that this helpless woman all out by herself had the original map. And that they knew about the map because Shorty was opening other people's mail. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Another classic story of you get far in life by doing the not right things. Such a good lesson for our kids. Woo! Thank you, Hayes Code. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is fine, but not sex. Well, we'll see what happens on the trail. Well, see, I mean. See if Shorty gets to watch. We, we have an illegitimate child out of it, so we know what happens on the trail. But that was off camera. Unless, I mean, maybe it was on camera. We'll, we'll see. But I, I don't think so. No, that was, that was... I would have heard of this movie before today had that been true. That was a different version that was only shown at Hollywood parties. Um... Yeah. National Geographic's <laughs> Call of the Wild. <laughs> By the fire. <laughs> well, not entirely. We, we kind of... There's a city along the way or two. You know. oh, yeah. We got to have those outposts to get provisions. Where, where are we? A Dawson City? I With think the dentist. Right. Yep. You can bring in your own gold for fillings. Yes. Take care of your teeth. Don't neglect don't your neglect teeth. don't neglect your teeth. That's right. This is a lesson that you should take from this movie. Absolutely. Don't neglect your teeth. Blacksmith is booked for the month. <laughs> don't neglect your teeth. Well, should we... Uh... Get back to this. And... Yeah, let's go back to chomping. See if we get gold or just the love. We'll count the number of dogs still alive by the end. <laughs> but the real treasure is the ass we ate along the way. I mean, <laughs> um... <laughs> again, different movie. <laughs> is it? Is it really? Well, I guess we'll find out. We'll be back with our uh, curtain call and. And rimming, I guess. <laughs> Apparently. The rim is something. I can, I, I can barely wait for you to sit down because <laughs> holy shit. What the <laughs> fuck was that ending? I, oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh. I didn't have time to write anything oh, down for oh, that. No. no uh, oh. Fresh in the mind, though. Um, yes. <laughs> Just start at the ending and work our way back. Yes. So they get to the cabin and they gotta go and file a claim to you know legit get the gold. So they send Shorty and he comes back right at the very end. I filed the claim for Rich. Blah 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 blah. Oh, I bought a woman. No, I didn't buy her. I won her in a craps game. I'm sorry, not her. It's. And that's the end. The end. Roll credits. NRA member, we do our part. I don't know if you saw that. that no, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Inuit woman. <sighs> Fuck. Native. Yep. They called her it. A prize in a craps game. <laughs> what, did he roll snake eyes? Because that's not explained. 
You know, for all the, he's carrying those dice around. Yeah, yeah, and he is like rolling sevens all the time, super uh-huh. lucky. And then the omen of the snake eyes right before he leaves, and then doesn't come to and anything. Like, so I don't know what that was about. This is still better than the freaking Harrison Ford version, but <laughs> really, <laughs> this does steer away from the original story. I yeah, was reading up on it a bit. Oh yeah, it does. I mean, well, the story is from the dog's perspective, yeah. so it's. And Buck starts as a very, very domesticated dog, yes. but then becomes more wild. As after, the story goes on, yeah. yeah. This is sort of the reverse, kind of. Uh, well, it kind of jumps in in the middle of Buck's story. True. Because um, in the book, Buck starts off, it's nice family in the suburbs and, you know, idyllic life. And I forget what happens, but, Mm-mm. you know, he... Ends up like in a dog fighting ring kind of thing. There's a lot of mistreatment. There's a lot yeah. of mistreatment. He becomes a really violent dog. And that's where we meet him in this is he's become so violent. No one. No one wants him. Wants him or can do anything Except with for him. Thornton. Um, yeah. Still, there's no love interest. No. Or a returning husband because he wasn't no. dead because of course he wasn't. Come on. Which. No. This is quite the trite story. Yeah, this yeah. is a very poor rewrite. Um, Stereotypical tropes, though. I mean, Clark Gable is magnetic as always. But he doesn't make for a miner or prospector. No, he doesn't. Him out he's in the wilderness too, is sort of odd. Yeah, it, he's too pretty, too clean cut. Kept that I, mustache the whole way through the wilderness. I buy the ruthlessness. <laughs> Like, he does have that element to him. He has that hardened man under the slick, polished exterior. Like, I totally buy Clark Gable killing a motherfucker. But he didn't. I Just, like, that kind of person, you know what I mean? He didn't, but he talked about, like, that being the law of the wild or whatever. Uh, yeah, that he, there was the that law. That he yeah. likes to follow. Um, and he did talk about stabbing someone to get the money for the expedition. And, like, I, I could see him doing that. Yeah, it I was don't, a lot of talk, it though. didn't feel like idle talk, though. Uh, like I guess not. It uh, was just convenient that he never had to prove yes. what he was talking about. I mean... It was all of a sudden $1,000 because of the douchebag Smith, who just hates Buck, decides, Oh, I will bet you $1,000 that your dog can't pull 1,000 pounds. But he did. Yep. Ta-da, your expedition is funded. Meanwhile, Smith encounters Mr. Blake. <laughs> and they all go after the same thing. And what does Smith do? Double cross. Shocker. Because of course he does. Yeah. That's what evil British men do. Do well, this work for me. I'm done with you. Goodbye. Well, that's the type. And they, unfortunately, tend to do rather well in life. That's why because, the sun never yeah. sets on the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he didn't actually kill Blake. Which is out of character. Or excuse me, he didn't successfully have Blake killed. <laughs> he didn't do Which, anything with that. again, is out of character. Like, a man like that, who has $1,000 to blow on wanting to kill a dog... In 1900. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a fuck ton of money. Dude didn't need more gold. Exactly. Yeah. But he amasses and maintains his fortune by doing the horrible things. 
and for him to fail that miserably on a rather essential, horrible thing is wrong, to say the least. I mean, like, the action is wrong in itself. Yeah. Not trying to say that it isn't. However, if that's the kind of person you are, you're not going to leave him alive, Mm -hmm. even in a seriously injured state. Yeah, where was the follow through? You're making sure. That's just, duh. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get to that position by making stupid mistakes like that. Mm -hmm. And that is a stupid mistake. Just like loading your pockets with all the gold that they'd already mined and then hopping on a boat onto rapids. And, oh, why am I sinking? Yeah. You put the gold in separate packs so that you can swim if necessary. Hopefully it's not necessary, mm-hmm. but yeah, you don't want to weigh yourself down like that. It, uh, Yeah. I guess the lesson to learn here is greed makes you stupid. <sighs> I mean, we knew that he was the bad guy and the, well, yeah. the the nemesis we were going to have to deal with at the end. But then once he was out in the wilderness, getting there, all of a sudden he was really, really stupid. He, uh, and that's another problem with the Hayes Code. Well, yeah, it's out of character and it's... No, it, you can't have bad guys win. That's an, that's an official part of the Hayes Code. Well, I understand that and you, that's you fine. You cannot benefit from evil. So... Unfortunately, that leads to incompetent evil. We're not going to have the discussion of evil within the Hays Code. Well, I mean, no. That's a, but you know, that's another can like, of worms. like, you cannot succeed by violating God's law. Unless it's greed. Despite the fact that. Good greed. Plenty of people do succeed by violating God's mm-hmm. law. We can't show that reality because that would lead people to think that reality was real. Oh. <gasps> Through our fiction. Hooray! I want the Catholic reality, please. (laughs) (laughs) Your face, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, grown up Catholic, no thanks. So it's okay to uh, smack down the frigid iceberg of a woman if she comes outside. Hey? That was mentioned at one point. They were getting ready to leave on the expedition, and Clark Gable's like, No, Loretta. yeah, yeah. Stay here, I'll pay your rent and expenses, because this is a man's thing, so we're going to go out, and we don't need you, you'll just hold us back. No, no girls allowed. Basically. And he comes out and tells Shorty, if that frigid iceberg comes out here, smack her down. Yeah, that's true. Because that (sighs) passes the Hayes Code. Well, that's biblical. But going back to Smith, I'm sorry, I have this question. No, yep. Uh, where was Buck the whole time Smith was at the cabin taking gold and revealing his master plan? Out running around with the wolves. That's convenient. Yep. I say stupid. <laughs> if he smelled him in a random ass saloon in Dawson, he could yeah. smell him throughout the wilderness and knew he was close. Plot armor. And he didn't smell the blood of Blake and found him nearby until hours later in the dark. Plot armor. <sighs> we had to see him die to hubris, not... Although it would have been way more satisfying if Buck had killed him. Yeah. It way felt like it was satisfying. building to that the whole time. Like, Buck was practically seeking him out. And then Smith said, I want to put a bullet in your dog's head. 
Like, it was all set up for Buck to have that justice in the end of defeating the evil man. But no, no, we're just going to drown in some rapids, weighed down by gold. Yeah, this is... It was not satisfying. Nope. I guess there just isn't a satisfying film adaptation of Call of the Wild. I guess not. Which is disappointing, because it's a solid story. I do recommend the book. I don't know if I had high hopes for this or I not. Didn't. I, I mean... really didn't after watching the Harrison Ford. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I just, I, I don't see how it could be done well. Mm. I went in with an open mind, having not heard of this version at all. And just, you know, see. But my interest really was not piqued at any point. No. A- and the way we came to an end here in the last... 20 minutes or so, I'm like, <laughs> no. The last 20 what minutes or fuck? so were not great, but... The last 20 seconds. <sighs> I just put the dingleberry capper on the shit sandwich. <laughs> I don't... It was the final piece of gold to sink the ship. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck um... it was, but it was not... Definitely not gold. Um, Yeah. Mm-hmm. It at least looked cool. I did. You know, we're up in the mountains and there's it was snow. Pretty. And it was it was filmed very well. Yeah. It could be a decent, you know, have it on mute in the background at a party kind yeah, of movie. Yeah. You know. But story wise, no. Oh god, no. The acting was fine. I don't really have any issue there. No, no. Aside from it was a little well bit of Loretta Young's Oh Yeah, she was a little melodramatic. She, she hammed it up just a little too much, but Clark Gable's Clark Gable. Yeah. I haven't disliked his performance yet. Shorty was endearing, but also a little weird. Hammy. Yeah, he was a bit hammy, all of his songs and yeah. his antics. He was definitely a caricature. Like, everything about him was a caricature. Best actor, though, was Buck. Oh, yeah. Love Buck. Good dog. Very good dog. Way better than that CGI monstrosity in the Harrison Ford movie. <laughs> <laughs> Always better to have the real thing. Always. But at least the Blakes were reunited. So their love could continue. Well, that's very, that's very important. We can't, we can't break up a marriage. That's, that's not acceptable. It's true. Morally. This is within the code. So that could not happen. The fact that there was an out-of-wedlock kiss is probably bad enough. Yep. Yeah, then I can't really recommend this. No. Unless you're like a super Clark Gable stan. In which case, can... enjoy yourself, because yeah, it's yeah. quite Clark Gable. That's very Clark Gable. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We'll just have to uh, look for gold elsewhere. On Patreon.com? If you would like to give us some gold, <laughs> become a patron and go to Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Theoretically, we may tweet gold someday on our Twitter. That's dangerous. And gold <laughs> on Twitter these days. <laughs> it's usually a Ponzi scheme of some sort. Mm, well. Anyway. There is our Ponzi scheme website, crackerclassics.com. Invest. Send us know. our gold directly <laughs> at crackerclassics at gmail. And remember to take proper care of your dogs. Be good to your dogs, yes. Always important. Don't neglect your teeth <laughs> or your dog's teeth. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Bye.